Way FM, this is Paul Van Sickle. Hey, Paul. David Crowder, man. Hey, David. How you doing? I'm doing great. Sorry, man. Sorry I'm running behind. Those uh, Capitol people up at that record label, they had me on the phone talking about record stuff, and I'm like, I got to go do like the radio thing, man. <laughs> You're like, do you want me to so promote just, the records totally, or just talk about the records? I, I, no, yeah, right, that's good. Right, right. No, for real. Uh, and I, I totally had to do the thing I hate doing. Like, I really had to, because I don't like conflict and stuff, I had to, like, interject and go, hey, for real, listen, I've got to go now, so y'all keep talking. I'm gone. <laughs> so I think I just I think I just hung up on my label, man. <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate that. We are, I feel important. That's fine, man. Capital can take a back seat. You got to talk to Portland. I told them. Hey, I told them. I told them. So they knew. They knew. They know. We're fine. We're fine. Don't worry, Paul. All right. This. All right. Good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't want to get you thrown off the label. You know that's. <laughs> That's not good, but maybe yeah. it is. No, no, I won't. I won't talk about labels. That's fine. You're on a good one. We'll leave it at that. Um, all right. So, <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. So you're on the label on the road. You're going to be here in Portland uh, a week from today when we're talking. So by the time people hear this, uh, it'll be yeah this coming Friday, April twentieth here, right. Portland, Oregon. We built a brand new arena just for you guys to come to make sure because you had skipped last time you came through Oregon. You like were down in Eugene and then you skipped over Portland. And the rumor had it, you said, until they build a new arena, I'm not coming to Portland. So uh, the new Viking Pavilion just opened at Portland State. And this is uh, the American Prodigal Tour is going to be the very first concert in that venue. So that's pretty exciting. Have you ever pr- played in a brand spanking new venue before? As the first act? I haven't. I have never done that. No, it feels like it's like kind of the same thing as like opening up a new fridge after you plugged it. Like, I hope that everything's still cold and chilled and like, you know, to the pro- appropriate temperature. Yes. I don't know. Is, that, is it a good thing or like am I, am I like the guinea pig? Yeah. I don't know. It feels very, it feels regal. It feels very kind of Portland to like let us go first. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I hope this, I hope this goes well, because then it might, you know, who are they going to blame? I'm going to get blamed. Yeah, it, blame. yeah, everything's nice and new and shiny, but I guess what's the worst, like, green room venue location that you've ever played in that you can remember? Oh, my word. Dude, no. Like, no. So, I will say this. We can say this safely. What's going to happen there in Portland, being the first out of the gate, will be a billion times better than about a hundred of the things I could list that uh, went to answer your question. Man, you don't understand. You show up at these things, and I, I, here, here's, here's one of the best. Uh, a lot of times you'll go, you'll go play at, like, um, these churches, mm-hmm. and they'll have this. Uh, there's this. If you ever ask any musician that's playing in a band, uh, ask them about an avion system. Now, what that means is, they're given the power to the musicians mm-hmm. to uh, mix their own monitors. Well, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to give more power to your musicians because soundcheck then turned into like four hours instead of like half a you know half half a half an hour. It, it's uh, so I'll tell you what it's it's the sound checks are what is excruciating and long, and I bet you. They'll have it figured out by the time we get to Portland thing. That'll be it'll be nothing. We'll have a good time. New arena, new popcorn. I mean, surely do they serve popcorn? I don't know. Maybe I hope they so. They better have popcorn. Uh, that's I made my, that that's up. my jam. I made that up. Like that's <laughs> well, pretty funny. Like when I think of a new arena, 
the very first thing I mentioned is like popcorn. <laughs> Well, they're going to have new popcorn. Well, I know for well, that'll be great. I know for a fact that there's going to be nachos because they're advertising that oh. with the VIP, the Kenny Rogers got, VIP jamboree. Na- oh yeah, I bring the nachos wherever I go. We got yeah for the VIP jamboree with Kenny Rogers, the Arctic Fox. See, people keep getting that confused. If they pay attention and read the fine print, well, not fine print, and it's very bold. Uh, it's Rogers with a D. Uh, not to be confused with the gambler. It's not Kenny Rogers, the singer. You know, no one to hold him ain't going to be there. But Kenny Rogers, the Arctic Fox, our fearless leader, uh, uh, he, yeah, she'll be there. It's a girl fox. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I don't think I knew that. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, there we did have, there was confusion. We did get calls and emails um, of people wanting to see you and not wanting to see Kenny Rogers, and we did assure them um, of the confusion and, yeah, pointed out the, the spelling difference there. But either way, there was nachos, so they were still in. But they just wanted to make sure that you were going to be there as well. I'll be there. The nachos will be there. And then uh, Kenny Rogers, the Arctic, the Arctic Fox, will be there. Oh, man. Well, another new change that we've had since the last time you were in Portland, and this might have been one of your other demands for for skipping over us the last time, (laughs) was um, we finally have Cracker Barrels open here. Like we just, in the last six months, we've had two Cracker Barrels open. So we've now in the last, it's been three years now since uh, Chick-fil-A first came to town. So now we have Chick-fil-A and now (laughs) we have Cracker Barrels. So we are moving up in the world. You're blowing my mind. Like, where's the where's the Portland I knew and love? Uh, we're 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 changing up. We gotta stay I weird. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, that's that's completely unexpected. I'll tell you this. Uh, this is a this is a fact that not a lot of people know. Is there was one New Year's Eve uh, that me and my wife were sitting around in Waco, Texas. Uh, we were newly married. Didn't have a lot of responsibilities. Uh, didn't make a lot of money back then either. <laughs> so our responsibilities were like nothing. You know, you could do whatever you wanted because there was no obligation because we couldn't get a job, that kind of thing. And so we're like, what do you want to do for New Year's? And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to go to Maine. And she's like, oh, I'd love to go to Maine. We're in Waco, Texas at the time. And I go, well, we should probably go get like a map or something. So we went to Cracker Barrel because <laughs> they have free maps they do. of Cracker Barrel. Yes, they have a map that has all the Cracker Barrels in America on a map. And so we got to Maine just with the Cracker Barrel map. <laughs> and now I could get to Portland. If nice. I were, yeah, I could be in Georgia. I could get all the way to Portland now. I could get both coasts with a Cracker Barrel map. There's me, so, that, that blows my mind. There's some, young couple, my mind. there's some young couple on a farm in Texas that's about to go, decide where they want to go on their next family vacation, and now they can get to Portland. That's yes. fantastic. From Portland, Maine, from Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon. Now that seems very significant. It that's does. A, that's a historic event. That to me makes me happy. It, that so I appreciate that that news. That news. I knew I loved you guys I like, deeply, and now I'm like, my gosh, y'all have everything I want. I know everything we have a new venue. We got a place for you to eat. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. Oh man. We also, you know, Portland. We love our. We love our coffee. We love our beards. Um, so of course you fit in, but have you noticed, you know, just in your travels and being around, is there a difference that you can tell between a, a Southern man's beard and a hipster beard? Can you describe a well, difference? Yes, I can say that there's, there's a less, uh, ancillary products in a, in a well-groomed, uh, like 
in the southern man's beard there's other stuff in there besides the beard beard you know what i mean it's like they forgot to like pay attention to collecting things along the way uh but yeah the hipster beard a little more well attended to yes uh, yeah so i kind of i'm kind of treading I'm, I'm i'm sort of treading between the two I don't I don't bring the scissors out a lot but but my wife gets really upset if I have left items that uh, uh you know lost items she's just not that big a fan of you should pay attention to what's in your beard is what she says it's just like just pay attention you know yeah, if there's a twinkie in your beard that's not where it goes that's not where the twinkie goes twinkie doesn't go in the beard Twinkie goes in the in the cabinets. It's just you know? a, it's just a happy surprise though, right? When you find it. But do you have somebody on tour that's in charge of that? Because I, I mean, I end up with stuff on my face. I just have a little goatee, and I end up with stuff on my face, and my wife finds it. Do you have somebody on tour before you go on? Do you like a beard check before you go on stage? Well, uh, no, we don't. Uh, but that's just because I'm that's because I'm thrifty. Uh, okay. and we don't have a beard check guy. Uh, but my wife, my wife is the keeper of the beard. Uh, she and she, she took that on herself. Um, it was the year 2000 when I shaved everything off my face uh, last time wow. that I, that happened. Yeah, it was the, it was the dawn of the millennium, and I was like, I don't know how many of these I'm going to be around for. Probably just one. So I thought, man, I'm going to take this opportunity to like do a spiritual cleansing kind of situation. So I I thought, well, I'll shave all my hair off my head and my face and. I'll just, like, start anew, you know? It seemed like a great metaphor for, like, hey, we're going into the new millennium, a new human, uh, you know, uh, resurrected, uh, going going forward. It, well, here's the thing. You don't know, first of all, what's under your hair on your head till you take it all off. Yeah. And you don't know the shape of your skull. You don't know the shape of your skull till it's, it doesn't have anything hiding it. And then, two, uh, I hadn't seen my face in a while, and so I had I had both of those things happen at the same time, and I was startled by it. And then when I came out of the bathroom, I, I had neglected to run this by my wife, like, "Hey, I'm gonna go in here and shave all of my hair off of my face and head, and then I'll be back in a second. I didn't say that. I just went in there, and then I came out, and she saw what I had seen, and she was like. <laughs> Put that back now. That's what she said. She said that to me out loud. Put it back now, and she was like, like, pointing at me and stuff. You know, like index finger point. Put it back now, and she started feeding me prenatal vitamins and like making me wash with horse and mane and all this kind of thing. And uh, so I was like, okay, fine. I won't do anything else without you. You know, you you are the keeper of the beard now. So she is the one that decides when it comes or goes, and I think that means she's. She's the one that has to decide if, uh, if the Twinkie stays or yeah. needs to go in the show. <laughs> yeah, so good. So if she's not there, then you're just on your own. It's just there. It's yeah, fine. It's like, again, and that's the only person that matters, too. Yeah. I could that's see, true. I could see that being a nacho cheese trap, but that's okay. It's good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah, yeah. Hey, it's all right. There is, uh, again, the, at last check, there was still literally like a handful of tickets left for the VIP Jamboree. So people, if they want to go eat nachos with you and uh, Kenny Rogers, gotta go the pumps, they got to do that real hey, quick. Man, for, for real. I, I mean, my suggestions don't take, just take this on uh, you know, face value. I would suggest just making sure you get to do that. You don't have to see the show or anything, but I'd get <laughs> to come afterwards. I'd, I'd get to the, the free nacho. We do have Twinkies. I think there are Twinkies. There are Twinkies there. And, uh, you know, Coca-Colas and RC Cola. I don't know what all we got. Moon Pies. I don't know what we got there. What? Do you have Tab? We do have nachos. You used to be real into not- Tab, didn't oh. you? Oh, the my tab word. soda. So could you, could you drink? Did you drink the Tabs? Did you uh, ever try it? I did try it. It was very interesting. 
Had kind of well, citrusy, was, but not, I, I don't know. I didn't get the citrus. I didn't taste any fruit in it at all. I just felt like it was like kind of like an acid, like a thing you clean stuff with or something. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, and this is a confession moment. I, it was the only, we, uh, I went to this, uh, this really traditional Southern Baptist church in Texarkana, Texas growing up, and there was this soda machine. And as a little kid, probably about age five, six, seven, eight, I don't know when you start stealing stuff, but whatever that age is, when you don't know that much better than taking what you can reach, you could get your little kid arm up there, and the only thing you could grab is a tab. <laughs> and <laughs> it was a it was a theft deterrent is what it was. It was like basically having a lock on the soda cabinet. It was like nobody, you could get the tab, but nobody wanted to drink it. You know, everybody like, I got the tab. And then you'd sit around and watch nobody drink the tab because it was like basically, I think it was an acid for cleaning things or whatever. But you, you wouldn't get, I think it was a diet soda. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't, yeah. Which is never wouldn't as explode good. on it or anything. Which is never as yeah. good. Oh, man. All right. Well, David, you're coming to town. I won't keep you any longer. You might have to hop back on your call with your label and make sure you still have a deal. Um, so we'll let you <laughs> do that. But you, American yeah. Prodigal Tour is coming this coming Friday, April 20th. The Young Escape is with you. Um, people might not know them. Just real quick, tell us a little bit about the Young Escape oh, as well. They're, well, they're a West Coast band, and they're all, I think, about uh, – it's like a family deal. So it's like two sisters, two brothers, all related, and uh, – they're amazing. They're like making church music, but it's like so hip in the young sense. The drummer is 14, and I don't mean like, hey, they're little kids playing music. No, it sounds incredible, but the drummer's like 14. I don't know, I don't know what you were doing at 14. I was doing nothing productive. I was like trying to figure out like what was flammable. <laughs> I was making a hard documented list of things that were flammable at. 14 but this dude i mean they're doing great stuff and they have it's a super family and i just i, I love it they're on their own capital records as well and when i came across them i uh, uh i was floored i was just floored the lyrics are unbelievably current and they move they move my insides and so i was like i don't know nobody's gonna it's probably rare that people would know when, when we were like hey you gotta come with us and they're like, who are you again? I'm like, no, for real, just we're going on the road. Just come with us. I know. I got a twinkie in my beard. So what? But listen, come out come out with us. We'll have a great time. Man, I just needed, I wanted people to, I wanted the church to hear these these guys uh, and what they're making. And and turns out, and, and we, we wound up in New York City on this tour, and the day we were in playing in downtown, it was like right in Times Square, they they hit uh, their their single hit number one on Hot AC and awesome. so they're doing it man they are killing it so I'm I'm so excited they've been out with us and they're amazing amazing family amazing people and just unbelievable lyrics and fun fun music that's, so you'll 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 fall in love with them you'll fall in love with them quick that's awesome all right tickets general admission go get them now wayfm.com and uh, be one of the final people that can get in on the VIP jamboree with the nachos and potentially Twinkies and uh kenny rogers along with david crowder who's joined us today thanks so much man i pre again i appreciate you blowing off your record label to talk to us and we really look forward to seeing <laughs> you here in portland at the brand new arena we built just for you uh here oh, on friday <laughs> I, I love it i can't wait to get there and uh i can't wait to stay up long enough to get that five gallon bucket of donuts on the way out of town that's yes. what i'm looking for yes to. sir right. yes sir that'll get you, there you the next place. all right thanks david Bye.
Get your tickets to see Crowder, The Young Escape, and the American Prodigal Tour coming to Portland this Friday, April 20th at wayfm.com.